Last week we had a horrific Dragaton <laughs> challenge, and Crystal Versace got her second repeater badge, and Electra Fence leaped off the front of the stage and out of the competition. <laughs> Welcome to the Drag Race recap show for Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 3, Great Outdoors. <laughs> not, not the Great Outdoors, just... just- Great, Great outdoors. outdoors. And I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And you might know us from our podcast, You're Welcome America, where in every episode we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. And for the next eight weeks, we're going to be your hosts as we recap the third season of Drag Race UK. Okay, in this episode, for the mini challenge, the queens do straight bloke quick drag, <laughs> and Scarlet Harlot is named the winner. Rightly. And on the main stage, the categories are Happy Camper and Campfire Couture. Uh, Scarlet Harlot is named the winner, and the bottom two queens are Vanity Milan and Ronnie G. And after a lip sync to a song I've never heard before, Vanity is told Shantae you stay, and Ronnie G is told to sashay away. Okay. Clap it off in that butterfly outfit. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm also excited about you saying that you've never heard that song before, because neither have I, and I thought I was a bad queer. We'll come back to it. <laughs> so... Let's start this episode. We've got the mirror, the mirror moment, yeah. haven't we? So uh, I did think it was very funny. Electra last week, she signed her mirror message as Vanity Milan. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked that. Good gag. Fun touch. Good gag. It was also just a lovely shot of some fake boobs just before that. Just a real quick cutaway. Not really even worth mentioning, but I just wanted to. Lovely. Um, so yeah, Vanity's kind of saying she's still happy to be there. Fairly generic moment. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then, oh yeah, there was a nice moment where, um, yeah, well, I think it was referring to Vanity Milan, um, uh, because Kitty said, Rue said to bring it to the bloody runway and she took it off. Oh no, that was it. She was referring to, what's her face? Electra. (laughs) That's right. Because Rue said, bring it to the bloody runway. She took it off the bloody runway. (laughs) Love that. Um, Vanity says she's a fire up her ass. Sure. We'll see. Mm. And, um, campfire. Campfire. <laughs> and then, oh my God, our our what we thought was a red herring <laughs> turned out to be a a regular herring, a, regular, <laughs> a blue herring, a silvery gray herring. <laughs> what color are herrings? I don't know, just like a a damp <laughs> a damp squib of a fish. <laughs> so Vicky Scon, she's gone. Vicky Scon gone. Yeah, she's Vicky Scon. Well, well, this is, they're still, they actually were still teasing us at this point because they have that sit down, don't they? All of them together. Mm. And they're kind of saying, how are you feeling, Vicky? She's like, I'm still in pain, but we don't know. We don't know. That's right. And there's that great joke where she says, it's not over till the fat lady sings a crystal. And everyone's like cracking up. And then Ronnie G's like, go on then, Kitty, sing for us. Really made me laugh. I know. Great little, another little button. And, And then just think about it. We've now lost like two funny queens who did, those are, those two buttons, they're no longer on this Drag Race UK shirt. <laughs> We've lost our, our little buttons. <laughs> yes, because uh, we do find out that Vicky Scon is gone. Yeah. <sighs> do you think she would be back in season four? Yes. Okay. I think that Rue didn't do the whole, like, you're coming back for the next season thing. And I think it's because she wasn't there. Because the the way she worded it was ambiguous. I think it was like they covered themselves in the sense that they didn't have to bring her back. Because Rue's like, I don't think we've seen the last of her. Right. But like, she never said exclusively like she did with Ronnie, which is like, Ronnie is coming back next season. And also they might not, I mean, I don't think season four has been commissioned, translation for American audience, greenlit. Yeah. 
exactly maybe it has who knows but But yeah it just it feels like they were just covering themselves this time but i do think she will be back yeah because i don't think she got enough of a run (laughs) ben you've raised your hand in this visual medium what 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 would you like to say i've raised my hand because (laughs) i have a thought so she's gone wait no i should say this thought for later i was gonna say she's gone then ronnie g goes so we're down a queen yeah basically and then ronnie g goes to end this episode Mm -hmm. i wondered if Maybe Vicky Scott, is she brought back later in the season? Ooh, with like a bionic knee. Yeah. <laughs> or just chopped off a peg leg. <laughs> Either way, that would be an amazing, maybe, maybe. Mm. That would be really tricksy of them to do that. Real tricksy. Mm. Okay. So we are in the workroom the next day. We have the room mail. We find out Vicky Scott's gone. Now, as ever, I'm paying no attention to this room mail message or whatever we're going to call it because it makes no bloody sense. No, I want to just, I want to just touch down on some looks instead, just you, in the workroom. You're, you love a workroom look. I love Charity's workroom look. That what kind of seventies, you know, you know exactly what it was. She was I wearing like the, the a seventies, work- like flared, like tight trouser with like a fringy, like hippie vest and those like banana earrings. <laughs> and like a pair, of, I loved her. And then I just also made the note, lots of fluffy coats in this show. Mm. So many people in like fleecy, fluffy coats. I did. I did see a couple of fluffy, fluffy, fleecy coats. Mm. Um, I mean, or Crystal's iconic, which I'm now calling iconic co- coat, that uh, leopard print one that she wears in every episode. Yeah. Love that. But I'm noticing, I think it's, uh, Scarlett. She, in her interview, she does not wearing it, but like a lot in the workroom, she's got one of those like, Kind of like an actual like sheep coat or like those bear coats, you know, that look like little teddy bears. Mm-hmm. Lots of teddy bear coats happening. None of those wash well. Oh, no, no. Especially when you live in the UK, real damp and stinky, those coats, yeah. get, don't they? <laughs> like a wet dog. <laughs> so, yeah. My, my blazer at school, my royal blue uh, wool blazer that I had to wear every day from the age of three to the age of 18. Um, <laughs> same coat. Same, same blazer, same three one. to 18. That's why I'm actually so short. I know <laughs> right. you are heightest. Um, just because I was stuffed with that same blazer. bound your body into that blazer. <laughs> but it was, it, like, as soon as it rained, and I tell you what, in Scotland it rained, I mean, eight times a day, um, <laughs> you would just smell like a, a wet dog. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, Rue's message basically is about camping. <laughs> is that yeah. a pole in your tent are you just happy to see me would love to stay and chat but i've got some wood to attend to chop chop i mean actually that one makes <laughs> way more sense than, than most of them normally do so um rue pops in and serves up the mini challenge so uh she announces that finder that's f-i-n-d-h-r is a dating app for ambiguously straight blokes who just can't seem to find the right girl so what the gals are going to have to do is some quick booch drag. Some what, sorry? Quick booch drag. Booch. <laughs> I, did, I did use the word earlier, bloke. Bloke. I thought a real... I like the way you say butch. Butch. Well, you know that's because it... The double O sounds. The double O sounds. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm continuously surprised and delighted by them. Well, because every now and again, you, you remember that I'm Scottish. Yeah. Booch. Booch. <laughs> So, yes, they all get into quick booch drag. I thought this was a fun mini challenge. That was a great mini this challenge. This is like, because they've had some real stinkers so far this <laughs> season of mini challenges. I was like, okay, this one's fun, involves quick drag, and it's silly. Yeah. And it really is just like, make Rue laugh, which is the best kind of challenge, because it's where everyone tries the hardest. It also, I think, reveals a completely different side of UK culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, straight away, they all get into two quick booch drag, and Rue says, lads, lads, lads. Yeah. Can we explain lads, lads, lads? I don't know if we can explain lads, lads, lads. It's just like, it's the UK, because a lad is the UK equivalent of a bro. 
And it really is just, I don't know. How do you explain Labs? What would be the US equivalent of that? It'd be like, it'd be like something on Jersey Shore if Pauly D or someone (laughs) like shouted something. Yeah. GTL. Yeah. (laughs) But not that. It's kind of, so if you're, if a bunch of straight lads, straight guys are out on a night out and maybe they're having a good time, they might like, like, oh, should we go off to the next pub? Oh, why not? And they'll all like cheers and go, lads, lads, lads. Yeah. I've seen straight American guys do this to, to, to indicate drinking. Can you describe what hand movement um, I'm doing? Fraser is, it's kind of almost the, <laughs> it looks like a telephone. It's, but it's also like the, the surfer hand yes, thing. And it's specifically and, like, and you do it in, in Hawaii, yeah. but then you're doing it like you're drinking from your hand. Yeah. So basically it's like, if you do a telephone to your ear, yeah. instead of having it at your ear, you have it at your mouth and you're tipping the telephone into your mouth. I've seen lots of straight American guys do that. Yeah. It's like, you want another drink, bro? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So they're in their drag. Um, I just made some quick notes in this. Teresa, why is she holding a yoga mat? I have absolutely <laughs> no idea, but I liked her. Her name was Pepper Ronnie. Pepper- oh, I didn't, I didn't get that. <laughs> that was really fun. I liked I liked Vanity's character. She was like a Brixton a Brixton guy saying like Wagwan. It was it was fun. Oh, I liked that. Good. Yeah, Vanity's good. She was holding a she had like a hairspray can down her trousers. Yeah, it's like, can, like a big dick. It was can, good. Can you explain Wagwan? Wagwan is a, a kind of Black London kind of lexicon term for. How you doing? Yeah, <laughs> what's it's, it's what's Guan in? I think it's a uh, I think it's a Caribbean. It's like a Caribbean term, but it's very specifically kind of if you're Caribbean uh, ancestry but born in London, that's really the the thing. Almost me. I know because this is <laughs> a Caribbean ancestry born in Norfolk. We don't oh. say Wagwan because I was we were the only black people in miles and miles. <laughs> you other you other fish to <laughs> had prime. no one to learn the lexicon from. <laughs> I just spoke Norfolk. <laughs> um, I wrote Scarlet is sexy. Is that inappropriate to say? Scarlet was like a intense builder. She was like a translation construction worker. That's right. And she just was really like, she basically was being herself because she is kind of a full on like Dagenham, like, (laughs) oh no, Isla Dogs, I should say. Isla Dogs. Do you know know what you call a a builder in Scotland? A worky. Oh, (laughs) don't like that. A worky. (laughs) Feels. Wait, and then do you have, in in England as well, like if you're an electrician, you're a sparky. Yeah. Yeah. You have that. Mm -hmm. But we we never say worky. A worky. Like workman. Yeah. Mm, Interesting. A worky. (laughs) And then a ticket collector on like a train. Ticky? Ticky. (laughs) Did you have a ticky? No, they were just conductors, which sounds very formal now. I'm thinking about it. Oh, the conductor. Is coming down the train because you were in the 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 train carriage with the orchestra. Oh, of course, yeah, you know me. <laughs> I was on like the Polar Express. No, anyway, anyway. anyway. Okay, so um, Ronnie G here is kind of dressed as like a straight kinky geek. Yes, <laughs> I mean, sure, do your own thing. Didn't feel like it was a character. Felt like that's very much Ronnie G outside of this show. Oh yeah, because there was a comment in one of the interviews yeah. where they're saying something like. Oh, well, do you like group play or something? Yeah, no, Ruddy says his character is someone, uh, a guy that loves group activities. And the producer says, can you relate? And then she's just like, yeah. So yeah, I think she's, I think she's a freak of the sheets outside of Good this. for her. I thought Crystal looked really funny. 
I didn't think she was funny. I thought she looked so funny because she's got that beautiful little parakeet head. Yeah. And then she painted on all that, like, all that beard. And she just looked, she looked so grubby. It was hilarious. But she said at, at one point, she did, I feel like she said any questions or yes, something. Yes, she was what funny. Was she basically, everyone, you're meant to come out and do like, do your whole thing. But she was just like, hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. Any questions? <laughs> it was a really good way to get out of actually doing any of the work. And she made them laugh doing it. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Good for her. Because she's not a comedy queen. No. But she is trying hard. Yeah. And that's a good way to make it work for her. Mm-hmm. Who else did Charity we? Charity Case did like a American kind of oh. Southern character, which was tough. I just wrote terrifying. Yeah. Said that basically implied that she liked to fuck pigs. <laughs> Yeah, and then Kitty was <gasps> hilarious. So Kitty was like, whoa, 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 like a builder, yeah. and then went up and was like, "Hi, my name's." <laughs> it was really good and really good. And she, I don't care that she stole her joke from Miss Congeniality. It was a solid. It's a solid joke, and it's worth stealing. What was the joke again? It's what's your ideal date? No, my ideal right. date is April twenty third. Yeah, it's cold enough where you don't need to wear a sweater. It's that like that joke, but. It's a classic. Miss Congeniality is a great reference point, so I'm not bad oh at God, all. I love Miss Congeniality. How gorgeous does Sandra Bullock look? You know, when they, she's had her makeover and she's walking out of that air, like kind of aircraft hangar. Yeah, to Mustang Sally. Oh, <laughs> she is Ge- so genuinely Miss Congeniality is my number one favorite makeover movie scene. Is the Miss Congeniality one? That's fair. It's very funny. Obviously mis- misogynistic, obviously, they're all going to be, but like, it's very fun. It includes inexplicably has Michael Caine in it, you know, just really good. And her coming out in slow motion to Mustang Sally is just, ah, oh, perfection. So then who else did we have? Who's Richard Wilfred? Oh, River Wilfred. Okay. That was uh River, River Medway's character. She just did like a, a man with like a unibrow who was really, really creepy. <laughs> yes. And then I saw, she, I yes, saw on uh, Twitter.com that she said that she forgot to bring any of the stuff. So she was wearing her own, I think she said she was wearing her own slippers and like just her own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like in, in school, if you forgot your PE kit. Oh, don't even. Oh my God. In your, in your school, did you have to go to lost property and I see can't. if there was a, what, what? I'm so, tri- I'm just so triggered by it. <laughs> what? Well, it might surprise, it might surprise you to know that my mum wasn't very organized <laughs> and there was multiple times I arrived at school without my PE kit and had to wear the lost property PE kit. Some smelly old shorts. My strategy was I hated the swimming, swimming classes day. Mm. So I would just forget my stuff on purpose. Oh, and I had a really gorgeous United Colors of Benetton swim bag. I've just remembered. Um, but I'd forget it because you're not going to borrow like, you can't borrow swim stuff. No, of course not. Yeah. And a pair of damp old trunks in a box. And a Veruca sock. <laughs> right. Um, Veruca sock is a really good drag name, by the way. Good UK Veruca drag name. Veruca sock. Veruca. <laughs> but it needs to be, it needs to be a, a it'd be twist. Veruca socks. So it'd be S-O-X-S. Veruca socks. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Oh, River Medway did have nineties hair. Yes. Like really good curtains. Gorgeous boy band hair. Yeah. Um, Ella had a builder's bum. I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, Scarlet Harlot. She won. Yeah. She bloody won. And she inexplicably had condoms in her tool belt. She got out because she's like, I've got condoms for everyone and threw them in the air. That's <laughs> I'm sure. Totally didn't pick that up. <laughs> so she wins a 16 seconds head start for 16. the 16. Si- sorry, 15 seconds. Why did I say 16? What's well, no, I, I thought that's so specific to get a 16 <laughs> second. Do you know what it was? I think I was going with the alliteration. 16 seconds head start. 
15 seconds head start. Tell us about that maxi challenge, babes. What's going on? So for this week's maxi challenge, you're going to be creating two high concept fashion looks. First look is happy camper. That's a fun drag look you might see while walking children in nature. Ding. Little weird ding they gave for that reference. And then campfire couture, a high fashion outfit you create using tents, sleeping bags, and other outdoorsy materials. Do you like that? Materials. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 I kept having to go back and be like, wait, what are the themes again? <laughs> They're both camping, but yeah. one's a... It's essentially, it's like your best bought camping look that you bought with you. And then whatever hell you can scrape together from yeah. this shit that we bought you. That's what Ruth should have said. <laughs> yeah. So Scarlett gets her 15, 16 second head start. <laughs> and she, she literally like, she's like a little pipe cleaner. She's just like, she's like, it is running around grabbing all the stuff. And then we get a classic RuPaul's Drag Race moment, which is all of the queens running at a pile of crap and all screaming while they like pull tarpaulin towards each other and someone's grabbing this and that. There's a lot happening. But do you know what's funny is that fast forwarding to the end, so Scarlett got her her 16 second head start and yet she just, she created a gorgeous gown, but just out of like one One material. material, So what did she pick? I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of what we didn't see. There's a lot of grabbing and then a lot of swapping. Cause at one point I definitely saw someone else holding Ronnie G's ill-fated butterfly wings. Okay. I saw someone else hiding those, holding those kites. Got it. And also I guess there's like construction wires. Yeah. yeah. You'd swap and share, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. They, this, they seem like a nice bunch. Yeah. Even though there's some helping people out drama in this episode. So, uh, with this, Teresa's decided to go for everything red, and she talks about the owl with the top hat, <laughs> which we'll get to later. Got some lovely close-ups of it. Did, did we get an owl sound effect? I think we might have done at well, that point. I think she did her own twit-twoo. <laughs> um, and She's then, so funny. at this point here, um, River and Ella are chatting away, and they're, they're trying to paint Ella as being in trouble. Because she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. River confident, Ella in trouble. Yeah. How could that possibly change over the course of one episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Editing. So then, talking of birds, someone someone flies in. <laughs> 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 Who is it? Hark the Raven. <laughs> it's the it's the walk through. Walk through. Oh. Uh, but this time, yeah. Rue has got a little bird on her shoulder. It's Raven! <laughs> because Raven was clearly part of production yeah. brought to the UK. She's the makeup, she's the makeup artist, yeah, so she, she's always there. She's in the COVID protocols. <laughs> she's in that bubble. But I, I do, I do like the, uh, I do like what they do with this walkthrough with Raven, which is, it's like a combo, you know, chat to her about the outfit. Do you have any questions for Raven about makeup? And I think that's really good because, like we said, Raven is there every week. So she actually knows what they look like and she can offer them like, I think she gives them all real actual advice yeah. and tips, which is really good. So first up is Kitty, Teresa, and Roddy G. Um, and they kind of have a little chat about just sewing. Uh, Teresa says that during lockdown, she decided to start sewing a dress a day. Smart. I know. Very smart. And Wait, then who said that? Teresa. Teresa said yeah. that. Got Hor- it. Horitha. And then <laughs> uh, Roddy G said that she made last week's runway dress while she was like on you know, locked down from the sh- the show shutting down last year. Right. So they, they oh, kind of... the Kylie yellow dress. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of a little, a little bit of shit about that. And they were like, oh, do you know how to sew? Raise your hand. And Kitty just raises a finger. <laughs> One tiny little One finger. One little finger. I, Kitty, I've I fully transitioned into a full Kitty apologist, I've noticed, because 
well, we wait till get my get to my notes about her runway outfits. They're just all glowing, and I won't accept any criticism about her. So <laughs> just off. just know from this point on, whatever she wears, I'm going to support her. So she gets some nose contouring tips from Raven. And Raven kind of gives very just normal, boring tips and then just says, just make it as skinny and as tidy as possible. It's like, I was really thinking about how I would ever contour my nose down to something that's not as giant as it is. You don't have a giant nose. Are you serious? I've, okay, put it this way. Put it this way. When, I, when I'm not looking at you and I think of you, <laughs> I never think, nose. Well, what do you think of? Bald? <laughs> Beard. Bald beard. Think of your heart. Oh. <laughs> wow, we've been in America too long because I actually didn't even cringe at that. I was like, oh, that's nice. Do you know what I, do you know a little tip that I do? Um, sometimes before a night out, I've got um, my special Victoria Beckham serums and lotions. Yep. And with the primer, I just put a little like stripe of it on my two cheekbones and it just gives a bit of gloss and it just heightens everything. Oh, a little pop. Yeah. <laughs> I do, do you know what we are makeup artists we are <laughs> <laughs> okay who's next so i i mean i just made scrappy notes from this so you're gonna have to guide me who was okay next. so charity and vanity came up as a little team charity and vanity like that combo and charity kind of says she's used oh, yeah. to sewing because she makes a lot of stuff from rubbish love you nice uk word translation garbage yeah and at this point you know, they're asking about camping and Charity says, well, she does the festival circuit. And I just wrote, of course, of course she, she does. bloody does. So just to explain what that is. So, I mean, think of Coachella, mm-hmm. but think on a tiny, tiny budget in a muddy, muddy field. Rain. Rain, a warm beer, and you're camping and it's a bit miserable, but you're all pretending to have fun. That's what the festivals in the UK are like. Yeah. Imagine having a three day panic attack where you have to cover it up and pretend you're having the time of your life in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> on drugs. That's, that's the festivals. Yeah. Did you, wait, did you go to festivals growing up? Uh, not really. I worked at Glastonbury one year and it was enough to let me know I never wanted to attend. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's the thing. Even Glastonbury, and even if you're a bit older and you've decided to like throw lots of money at it, that weather. Still a nightmare. You never know. The, the year I worked there for the BBC, it was raining so badly that it was like to trek between the stage and the BBC compound. It was like swimming in mud. It was awful. And I was obviously sober and working. It was just. And what? In the distance, you could hear the stereophonics or something. Yeah. I think I watched Lily Allen perform on the, oh, on the main stage. Sun is in the sky, oh why, oh why. <laughs> oh, she, Lily would be, Allen. she would be a good drag race judge. She'd be a great drag race judge. Because she does not give a fuck. No. She would say anything. She's got some fun songs for the lip sync as well. Mm. Oh my God. Um, it's hard out uh, here for a bitch. Bam, yeah. bam. Okay. So um, what oh, else was going on here? So Vanity gets some kind of some tips because she says that sometimes people say her skin's a little oily and greasy looking. So she gets some kind of highlight powdering tips. And Raven tells her to smile on the runway. Yeah. She says you need to smile more and then act like you're letting out a big old fart is what she says. Lovely. Yeah. Sure. Gorge. Oh, and at this point as well, Vanity's talking about using metal cooking trays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rue's like, you know what? The silver didn't work out so well last time. Just just going to leave just that note there. Yeah. And then the last last little combo is uh, Crystal and Scarlet. Yes. Yeah, so Crystal here is really, I was going to say flummoxed. She's just really starstruck because she's meeting her goddess that is Raven. And she watched Raven, <laughs> season two of Drag Race, when she was eight. That's unacceptable. 
Oh my God. You could, yeah, you could see how like a, a young queer could be totally obsessed with Raven. Yeah, completely. She's got such a, like, even on season two when it, everything was very different. Everything like, was an SD. Everything was an SD. She's so memorable. And like, yeah, her makeup was so like strong and is so like impactful. She seems, you can't forget her. She also, you know more than me, but she also just seems like a really like chill, laid back yeah. spirit. She's you, pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I like Raven. Love. So those are all my notes in that yeah. moment. Shall we go back to what a, a section I'm calling workroom continued? I <laughs> I called it more clothes shit. Because <laughs> I was getting a little irritated with making notes about people using sewing machines. So at this point, Ronnie G's helping Scarlet Harlot. Yes. Because Scarlet needs some help. And I think Scarlet um, describes Ronnie G at this point as professional. We know this. <laughs> she describes herself as it. Yeah. I took a quick note here to say, because we got a little, just a quick shot of Charity Case using a, a sewing machine. And I said, I love Charity's hair, her boy hair. She's got, she has like 70s, like a Farrah Fawcett, like a Charlie's Angels guest star, kind of like 70s woman. It's this like mm. very like flouncy, but it, it feels like there's no product in it, but it looks very like flouncy and bouncy. I really feel like, yeah, she could be like a guest star on a 70s TV show, just like like a, her fringe translation bangs are just like flopping around i just i love it very late 70s early 80s kind of glamour so at this point as well we have crystal asking river for help now i i was concerned about crystal because i was thinking oh maybe she can't sew or construct mm. i wonder here's the thing theory raising my hand again <laughs> go for it ben yes. bearing in mind she's 19 yeah i remember she's had a lot of cosmetic surgery that that costs money where's that money come from perhaps she comes from a background with money mm-hmm. has she also all her looks has she spent lots right. of money in all the looks that she's bringing in yeah but she can't so i don't know i think she's definitely put some money into the looks that she's got coming in yeah like that one on the runway later seems pretty expensive but meanwhile here river is holding back on fully helping crystal yeah she's she's giving, still, she yeah. still helps her she just she basically says i'm not gonna she's like that's a design thing not a construction thing and i'm not gonna help you with that which is fair enough yeah fair i just wrote down here fair yeah we get another really quick shot of that clearly trying to set up a storyline here because we get another cutaway of ronnie g like threading a sewing machine for i think for kitty or scarlet or someone else yeah and then we get into the the meat of this scene, um, which is Charity and Kitty are sitting down. And yeah. just before they really get into it, there's a lovely throwaway line of Charity where she goes, that she's looking at Kitty's garment. She goes, it's going to look gorgeous, babe. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like such a UK like line. It's going to look gorgeous, babe. It's look, what, 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 what are you wearing tonight? What are you wearing inside I'm gonna, tonight? Yeah, I'm going to wear this. I'm wear this gold thing. What do you look, think? <laughs> oh, going to look gorgeous, And she was babe. shaking her head. And she was shaking her head. That 70s mane was all, ah, oh, it's just gorgeous. I it love was, it. It was a bit like earlier before recording and I was speaking to producer Bria about what she's what she's wearing for Halloween this year. I could have just said, oh, you're gonna look gorgeous, babe. You're gonna look gorgeous, gonna babe. Look gorgeous. Yeah. So this this scene is really speaking of gorgeous, this scene is lovely. Because basically Aww. Kitty kind of says to Charity, like, what what got you started in drag? And Charity basically says that she uses drag, she kind of created charity to express her emotions. She tells this really devastating story of, you know, when she was 18, she started going out and like partying on the scene, and she had one kind of crazy night and she contracted HIV, but also other stds stis in the same night and she said she's kind of still living with the after effects six years later of all of it mm. question for you mm. so this she's 24 now so this is six years ago was like when is is prep available in the uk yeah but i think i i don't know how easy it is to get from your gp because right. it's obviously nhs oh. so i'm not sure how 
easy that is. I, I know I've definitely seen things about people trying to get it on the NHS and it's kind of becomes, but then that's like Daily Mail kind of reaction, you know, like. Totally. <laughs> I think, cause I think our girl, Crystal from season one, I know she's done some things on Instagram where she's um, put out there, like where you can get prep and how available it is right. in London. But yeah, it's, yeah, that's, oh, per charity case, that's really hard. And she, she said that since then, it's just been really hard on dating apps yeah. to, to date anyone. And the trauma of getting diagnosed with HIV still comes, it, it, it still comes with a stigma. Yeah. Um, so she hasn't really put, put herself, sorry, is she a her, is, what's her pr- pronouns? Is she them? Well, I don't know, but it just, with Drag Race, I just always say her, her and okay. she, because it's kind of. Well, she hasn't really put herself out there, but she would love a relationship. Um, yeah. And at this point as well, she talks about being undetectable. So she takes, um, she's undetectable, yeah. therefore she can't pass it on. And she takes three pills a day and she's yeah. going to live a, uh, a normal uh, lifespan. Yeah. Which I think is a really, a really, because actually we've in previous weeks separately off the podcast, we've had discussions about what it means to be undetectable. Yeah. And I think even within the queer community, lots of people still don't quite know what it means. Yeah. they. It, it, some people still, if they see someone says they're undetectable in their dating profile, people are still like reticent to hook up with them because they think it's something could still happen, but it's yeah. literally the, the, that is the definition of it is it's not detectable, yeah. not transmissible. It's, it's, so I just think anytime someone gets to talk about it, it, it is always a good thing. Yeah. To just explain again, to hammer it home to people that that's what it means. I completely agree. Yeah. And I think in general, Kitty is just such a wonderful person oh, to talk to. She's so sweet. I just want to go pull up a chair, have a cup of coffee and have a natter with Kitty. Yeah. Just lay out my life woes. Well, I'd like to do daytime coffee, coffee with Kitty. And then I'd like to do like a cocktail with Kitty. As the, as the sun goes down, I think she could also be really fun on a night out as well. That's right. And at the end of your coffee with Kitty in the daytime, you'd be like, what are you going to wear tonight? And then you'd say, and she'd be like, you're going look, to look gorgeous, babe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, at this point, I wrote, Charity's leaving in this episode, right? And I, I wrote that because right. that classic format of if someone is really showcased yeah. in an episode, quite often it means they're going yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, just throughout this, throughout this whole everything, they just kept doing shots, just cutaway shots of Ronnie G's uh, wings. And I just kept saying, no, <laughs> Ronnie, no. <laughs> the wing, they're very, this is, I mean, this is real. You're welcome America territory, but those wings are the sort of costumes that the performers in the millennium dome would have worn. Yeah. So when the millennium dome, like <laughs> going into the year 2000 and they did a giant performance inside at midnight and the queen is just like the queen and Tony Blair, the prime minister are just sitting in the audience kind of like clapping with the gritted teeth and these kind of like knockoff Cirque du Soleil performance with wings <laughs> flying around on strings inside a tent, essentially. <laughs> that is the vibe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Anything else you want to say before it becomes a new day, babes? Um, well, we get. Another shot of Crystal getting some more advice from Ronnie G. So they really hammering that one home. Yeah. And then uh, Vanity uh, talks about how she's ditched the silver tins. And she just says a line. She says that she's kind of focusing on these orange ropes. And she says she loves the color orange. It's very bright. It's very disco. It's very me. <laughs> it's orange disco. No. <laughs> well, no, actually, I in my head, I've suddenly got an image of uh, Diana Ross wearing a a kind of glittery orange dress, not gold, right. orange. Right, yeah. Don't know where that's come from. Yeah. So in the next day, yeah, in the next day. In the next day. In the next day. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's elimination day. So elimination day. They're in the workroom. 
okay, charity case here is pretty great. <clears throat> she sums up the two looks they're making. It's like, we're making Happy Camper Great Outdoors theme outfit. Another one is is made in the work of all kinds of random crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she should have done the announcement of the Maxi Challenge this yeah. week. Um, here, oh, you know, it's, yeah, River does like a last minute change of idea. Yeah. The <clears throat> tables have turned. Mm-hmm. That earlier scene, River was confident, Ella wasn't. Well, guess what, people? <laughs> By the magic of editing and TV, Ella's confident and River's not. <laughs> you got me good, Drag Race UK, again. Uh, those <laughs> editors. Meanwhile, I've just written Ronnie's outfits and bits, literally. Yeah, step away from the kites. Wait, in the US, do you have the phrase, oh, I'm in bits? I don't think so. Okay, I'm going to use it in a sentence, new translator. Tell you what, we went out last night and I was in bits. I'm hungover. <laughs> no, the translation would be, oh, last night I was I was really drunk. Yeah. Or, I'll tell you what, I watched the episode of The Great British Bake Off. I watched the final, I was in bits. <laughs> yeah, I was sad. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I need to watch Bake Off. Thank you for the reminder. You're welcome. So, uh, oh, this is, I just, I I had to say this. I just made a note. Love Kitty's fabric. You know, she's got that iridescent, (gasps) rose gold, iridescent fabric. Yeah. I mean, what does she make with it? Who knows? I can't tell because I love her so much. I couldn't see the outfit. I just knew I loved that pattern. She kind of makes a a puffer. Lovely. A golden puffer. So, uh, meanwhile here, Charity and... Oh, I've written, instead of Crystal Versace, I've written Chrissy V. <laughs> oh, okay. Do we have a new name? I think we do. Charity and Chrissy V. Yep. I've just written, they're in good shape. <laughs> yeah, there's a really fun bit where Scarlett and, uh, who's she cozying up to? Scarlett and someone are cozying up. and Oh, it's Scarlett and Kitty, and they're kind of like talking about everyone's outfits. They're like, oh, what do you think of her outfit? Oh, yeah, that's What do you right. think of her outfit? And then Scarlett says, oh, you know, we're like fashion police, you know, like Joan Rivers and you're whatever. And then Kitty's like, more like Richard and Judy. I was like, oh, what a reference. Richard I mean, and Judy are 90s morning TV hosting married couple. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't imagine think. a very cozy, cozy suburban couple hosting like Good Morning America. That's basically what it was like. It's like, imagine Regis and Kelly. No, who was They weren't it? married. I know, but imagine if they were married. <laughs> Wait, not Regis and Kelly. Regis and who was it for a while? Kathy Lee. Ke- no, but it was also then. What's her name? The blonde woman who's now with um, Ryan Seacrest. My God, Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Kelly Ripper. Oh, it's Kelly Ripper. Yeah, Regis and Kelly. It was Regis yeah. and Kathy who were married, and then it's Regis and Kelly oh, who are not married. Okay. Sorry, back to Richard and Judy. <clears throat> Shall we go to the runway? Well, we should take a goddamn break. We should see you after this. We are at the runway. So Rue comes out and I've, I've described this outfit as a lemon textured towel toga dress. Yeah. Love the color. Yeah. And she's got that kind of electric, electric shock hair that she sometimes mm. wears. I think that's her nod to Electra going last week. Mm, got it. <laughs> now, on the panel this week, we've got, um, Michelle, we've got Graham Norton and then we've got Nicola. Who's in Dairy Girls? Love. Oh my God. Der- if you've not watched Dairy Girls, go to Netflix. Set in the 90s. It, it, it's, it, it, oh, it's utter perfection. Yeah. So he, I saw a really nice thing on her social media about the dress that she wore in this episode. She basically, gorgeous dress. She basically collaborated with uh, a designer whose name I can't remember, but basically she gave them three separate references and it was like this. 60s movie star reference i've forgotten the actress like alaska from drag race and then 
someone else. I've done a terrible job of explaining it, but she basically mixed up like a, a camp look and two drag race references and they made her that dress. And I just feel like that's such a, a clear fan of the show attention to detail moment. And her whole she, presence she, on the show was a, a star turn. She just seems like a wonderful person. Mm-hmm really funny you you could tell a lot of her one-liners they weren't written she was just saying yeah. stuff and she, the fact that she cried at the end oh my yeah. god she's the best oh. she's the best guest judge i've ever seen oh my truly god. wonderful <laughs> okay so let's get in to the runway can you feel the love don't sue us so the first category is Happy campers. Yes. Take it away for us, babes. So Crystal Versace, Chrissy, Chrissy V comes out and she's doing scout girl realness. And um, I said, she's starting to, she looks great. And she's starting to border on Violet Charchsky kind of looks. Okay. And it's not to say that you can't do a kind of nod to a certain, you know, like a 50 silhouette without, it's not like, Oh, everyone in a corset, you know, looks like Violet Charchsky, but she does start, she's starting to look a lot like her. Okay. I wouldn't know that. I've just written here, so it's kind of Girl Scout inspired. I've just written Girl Scout cookies aren't a thing in the UK. Yes. I just wanted to get that out there to our US listeners. Yeah. And I also just want to say that Girl Scout cookies taste like utter crap and they're <laughs> underwhelming. And don't try and tell me to put them in the freezer and eat them. I think they're a pile of shit. You shouldn't have to do that anyway. No. I tell you what I found. Pepperidge Farm oatmeal raisin cookies. One well, of the supermarket. They are soft, gooey goodness oh gorgeous okay. so i'm very mean, american but you're right i do feel this reference point is is not correct for a uk no. drag queen at all so next up we've got kitty whereas <laughs> uh, so she's doing a barbara windsor inspired carry-on camping look okay gorgeous now barbara windsor i think we've done the U- u.s equivalent of her before she's she's very she's a bit like elvira yeah. actually yeah she uh she was in a lot of um real slapstick um uh, movies called carry on like carry on camping carry yeah. on driving whatever they were called <laughs> and with lots of puns carry and i don't know and then she was in um eastenders yeah. uh our beloved soap for many many years and she's just like a legendary character yeah it's a really good good person to reference and she was kind of doing also doing a girl's guide but she said girl guide didn't she which is an actual uk reference yes and she had that that big map and it said kitty's got lost <laughs> yeah solid really solid solid great yeah. love her can't see anything wrong with her next up river medway now she came out in a sort of map dress and i've just written pretty cool yeah fun little little underwhelming just in terms of i think maybe because it was like a kind of body fitted slim kind of thing it it just I don't know. I felt like already coming after Kitty, who was like, props, wow. It was just kind of a little sleek and a little understated, mm. perhaps. I feel like in the right hands, that look could be really elevated and taken to yeah. another world of gorgeousness. Yeah. And this is, this is, I can't actually, I didn't write down the joke that she made, but this is where Nicola really just, RuPaul is loving Nicola. She's like cracking <laughs> up at all of her her mm-hmm. asides. And probably also is just like, thank God I don't have to do mine this week. I know. <laughs> Who we got next? Next up is Charity Case. Oh god, she is the a rabid rabbit that murdered a girl guide. Yeah, and then she said she says that it it's kind of a bit like cl- on on a clueless night out yeah. because the plaid that she's used is, is like the classic yellow clueless yeah. plaid. 
I just, I find this kind of look a little too Halloween Horror Nights again. Right? Halloween Horror Nights meets Easter. I'm not. What I will say, it. what I'm going to compliment her on this look is she pointed out that she'd airbrushed the, the bodysuit to give it kind of like a scary musculature. And, uh, I thought the abs on the front looked good, but then she lifted up her skirt at the back and she'd airbrushed like a really pert bum onto the, okay. onto the bodysuit. And I was really impressed with the way that that looked. Cool. But, but why? But why? I, I'm just saying, I'm trying to find a positive. Okay. No, you're right. But I'm just like, okay, sure. Hey, I'm pissed off now. Speaking um, of sure. Oh my God. So <laughs> Teresa, she comes out as like a blue bird, but then she talks about Dora the Explorer. Yeah. She did make me laugh. She said, I'm, I'm coming out as if Dora the Explorer quit teaching English and now she's a high fashion bitch. <laughs> but, I mean, it didn't it, make any but sense. But there was no Dora the Explorer no. except the backpack. backpack. Yeah. But I mean, because then later on, she tried to say she was a, a climber, but she wanted to put some oh fun blue accents on there. This felt like something she just wanted to wear and she really shoehorned some stuff in. But isn't this where, uh, where, uh, Nicola made that joke about shaving above the knees because she's got those fuzzy, like, yeah. knee things on and Rue was like, doing her like i think i heard this on another podcast but it's that thing of if rue actually turns her head to look at someone it means that it's a really good sign i yeah. think she was almost fully turning her head to look at nicola oh wait is is rue rue michelle they're doing the podcast again because yeah. if so i'll they'll all be interviewed oh yeah we should nicola yeah, need to listen to that oh my god let's make a note about that yeah. okay next up is scarlet harlot and she's doing Oh my god, the reference <laughs> points. A sort of Katniss Ever, whatever her face is. Everdeen. Kat- Everdeen. I was going to say Evergreen. Katniss Everdeen beyond Thunderdome. I mean, it, it was. Yeah. It was <laughs> a little bit, it's kind of black with a bone arrow. It's a bit S&M. Yeah. I was into this. I liked it. There, there, so many re- references got brought up. There was emo Sheriff of Nottingham was brought up. And mm. then later on, Michelle says it was like Joan Jett meets Katniss Everdeen. It's a lot yeah. happening. I liked it. I thought she looked cool. I, I, I was into this. Yeah. Vanity Milan. So she's wearing a pink bodysuit and kind of like a sleeping bag jacket. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And some, what were those saddlebags around the front? I think she was trying to do, you know, that, that fashion thing of just lots of, in the past years of lots of like utility bags. Right. People were like bum bags, aka fanny packs. Right. I think it was, I think she was trying to be quite fashiony. Yeah, I know. I will say there was just a moment <laughs> when she walked out, there was kind of a lot of quiet and you just heard one of the judges, they didn't show which one, one of them just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they really let it hang in the air. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, this was, this is not great. Okay, next up was Ella. Can you describe this look? Because I feel like you know some of the reference points that I don't. Yes, this is a reference to Jane's outfit from the Tarzan Disney movie. Oh. What was that movie that you liked from the 80s? Something in the River Nile or the... <laughs> Romancing the, the Stone? Romancing the Stone. No. That's, not this? No. <laughs> okay. That is set in, that's set in current time. And the current time when it was made was the 80s. Okay. So Romancing the Stone is 80s. And this is a like turn of the century Tarzan cartoon look. So basically Jane Got in the it. Tarzan cartoon is wearing pretty much that outfit when they get to the jungle. And then obviously she falls in love with Tarzan. And I imagine what starts wearing what leaves? Like Sunita. Oh my god, you, but you would fall in love with Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan is hot. Tarzan is so hot. I watched this really, I I hate TikTok, but I watched this funny TikTok of this girl and it was like the challenge of like who you, who you loved when you were younger and who you're with now. And it was, and she showed a picture of Tarzan and then flashed up and her boyfriend truly looks like the cartoon Tarzan. Oh really? Her being like, good for her. Yeah. Uh, and then finally we've got Ronnie G. Now, this look was meant to be inspired by waking up at a festival. It was like a sleeping bag jacket. 
he essentially looks like Vivian Westwood. Yes. With that Vivian Westwood Completely. hair. But then also, I think Ronnie herself made a reference to Annie of looking like Annie. <laughs> so, that, But I will say Graham made me laugh here because he called he said sleeping hag. That's a really funny joke. Oh, sleeping hag. Yeah, that's good. And I don't want to let Ella's thing go by because RuPaul said one of the things that made me laugh the most, which was Dr. Queef Medicine Woman. And that really, really got me good. It's just like, you know, Ru has said that joke five billion times yeah. for any kind of turn of the century woman look. He's like, Dr. Queef, Dr. Queef Medicine Woman. I loved it. So let's move on to the second looks. The category is Campfire, Campfire Couture. Couture. <laughs> you, t- you, you, you kick us off, babe. So Crystal comes out in this very kind of, oh yeah, in, in, you know, in quotation marks, fierce look. It's kind of a spiky kind of germ under a microscope kind of look with a matching <laughs> pair of glasses that she throws away. It looks fun. Uh, but again, I know you don't, it, it's very violet church gear. I even saw pictures okay. online of like the outfit that this pretty much looks exactly like that violet has worn, but Nicholas comment, Nicholas calling out the shoes, looking like Kate Middleton is so, so she, funny. Well, as to the full comment, she says that the outfit is like Alexandra McQueen, but the, the shoes are like Kate Middleton. So that was cracking me up i was like what a great reference point because kate middleton she loves a nude she loves a nude pump oh my god <laughs> so, so then next up we've got your girl kitty haven't we so she's <laughs> in a, a bubarella kind of look she's got qu- padded metallic iridescent mm. padded material barbarella inspired it's thing, kind of a little she? it's kind of just a little 50s space dress basically yeah. very jetsony but warm but warm because you know those space locks Oh my God. I've just remembered last night I had a dream that I was in space and like there was something wrong with a space lock and aliens. Oh my God. Oh, that's the airlock. Cool. And an airlock. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think that's because we played that aliens computer game yesterday. Anyway, <laughs> that's my life. Yeah. I, my only note is it's basic, but I love it. And then I just, put, I think I just love her and I can't see anything else. And that's how I feel about Kitty. That's fair. That's going to be fair. tough for me to hate her. So next up we have River Medway. Yeah in a patterned picnic blanket. And she describes herself as a bit of a trolley, trolley dolly. dolly. <laughs> trolley, trolley dolly, please. Trolley dolly is a great UK term for a flight attendant. Could be male or female. Male or female. I mean, male has to be a gay man. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never describe a straight a flight attendant as a trolley dolly. How dare you? The misogyny. No, it's it's just a UK term for a flight attendant, but it's a great term. Trolley, trolley because dolly. Because they've got their trolley. And they're a dolly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like this. I said adorable, fine, simple, a little bit underwhelming, adorable. So next up we have Charity Case and she's doing uh, a pink and yellow look. It's a bit circusy. It's, I thought this was pretty good. Very Jimbo from Drag Race Canada. It was, but less, I would less say, like sexy, I would more, say, yeah, more like fashion-y. I was going to say, yeah, it's more fashion-y. And Jimbo was always does, she does kind of big breast, slutty kind of silly character, doesn't she? Yeah. I forgot about Jimbo. I loved this look. I really liked the hair color, the wig color with the yellow. I thought it was really, really nice. I thought the colors were gorgeous together. And actually, don't you feel, despite, because how you felt about her first look, right? Halloween Horror Nights. Don't you feel like she is good at showing within one, within, you know, two runways, she does do very distinctive looks. It doesn't feel like the same person. Like, it feels very connected, but good. Yeah, we're going to come back to that, actually. We're going to come back to it. Who have we got next? Next up is Teresa. Teresa. 
She's <laughs> she's in a fleece dress, and I believe the term Dita von Fleece is uh, said out loud, which is very funny. <laughs> she's got a Spanish ruffle and a sensible turtleneck. <laughs> very sensible turtleneck. That really made me laugh. Oh, wait. And then we've got to talk about she's got an eye patch. Yes. And then she's got that cane with the owl on it. <laughs> I couldn't have cared less what the dress looked like. <laughs> the eye patch and the cane with the owl on it. Dieter von Fleece said it all of it. She sold it to me. Oh. Sold. Oh, <laughs> speaking of eye patch, um, happy uh, Madame X on Paramount Plus release weekend. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Scarlet. Scarlet Harlot. Oh. 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 She is simply wearing mm. a gorgeous blanket dress off the shoulder off the shoulder an ideal shape Mm. if what was remarkable about this is you wouldn't you would never be able to connect it to camping at all like she's taken she's gone super simple yeah taken something and constructed it very well and she's got that gorgeous hair her makeup Mm -hmm. her makeup was because i've i said to you in previous couple of weeks i'm i'm like was getting a little worried about her white white face makeup yeah this she looked so uh and I do love, I, I love how, you know, they, I think people often say about drag that it brings out another side of your character. And I think it's so interesting that her persona as a, as her boy character, her, her as a boy is so loud and like, Rah! and as a drag queen, she's like kind of demure and like sexy, very like soft and sexy. I really like that. It's a fun, it's a fun like twist. What's your, what's your drag persona? Oh God. Uh, hmm. Probably what was the opposite of me. So incredibly quiet, <laughs> kind of like mousy bookworm is what I would turn into. <laughs> okay. Next up we have Vanity Milan. She's wearing this orange rope dress. Yikes. Yeah. It's not great. A lot of glue gunning. But she, she did make me laugh with one of her interview lines where she said that she's like, this silhouette is very, you know, Nicki Minaj. You know, if she had to make an outfit of out, if she had to make an outfit out of old camping shit. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. I like it. Good but yeah, this, this look is yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah. Ella trots into the stage next and she is wearing a tartan mini dress and neon jacket. Oh, okay. I actually thought it was a red, was it a red tartan mini dress. I yes. can't remember because the jacket was like a neon yellow. Yeah. I actually, I wrote the jacket is almost amazing. Yeah. And I love these two colors together. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. And I liked her joke about being Coachella of a day. It's good. A good joke. It's good. It's good, it's good joke. I know you're not a fan of Ella, though. Uh, she's not my favorite. Okay, Ronnie G, <laughs> she's up. Oh, babes, 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 babes. <laughs> um, yeah. <sighs> per Ronnie, yeah. This was really tough. She kind of just started something that. I think she even said it in the workroom. She's like, I've started this and I've got to finish it. And I was like, I was like, Ooh, I just, I think there's, there's a world in which it could have, things could have been different. Like, you know how it had all the roughly stuff. It had like the middle section and then the bit down to the ground. I think she should have got rid of the bit down to the ground and just had it like as a short thing and then mm. concentrated on covering the wings. Cause it, the wings looked like kites. There was a lot of like pulleys and ropes that were still visible. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't really transported out of the, the materials felt like I was very much still in the materials. Yeah. But yeah, short and cover those wings. And I could have been a little more on board with it. Those wings were also very, I'm on a camping trip and I'm struggling to set up a tent and it's kind <laughs> of like up, but it's kind of not. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've set up the tent, but you've completely fucked up. That's how, that's how I felt. And yeah. then she was wearing that black glittery kind of 
makeup all over face mm. and hands. I liked, I liked that. Yeah, I did too. Oh, poor Ronnie. Makeup by Rudy Giuliani remakes a incredibly outdated joke. But also, I didn't quite get that joke because my take is, wait, because Rudy Giuliani's makeup melted? Yeah, because it's that one reference to that time that his yeah, but, tan was melting off his yeah, head. Yeah, but that was tan, and this is like, I don't know, I didn't... She was, listen, she was, she's incredibly threatened by how funny Nicola was. She's like, I've got to, she's flipping through that pad being like, what are these? I'm throwing one of these out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So who is safe? Safe is meow, meow, kitty, river. And then how'd, how'd you make the noise of charity? I don't know. You would do, you would do a, like a, a tail ring. A tail register. <laughs> <laughs> like that was that ping. Right. That'll be two ninety five, please. <laughs> So those are our safe queens, Kitty, River, and Charity. So we've got the tops and the bottoms. Let's go through them. First up, we have uh, Chrissy V, Crystal Versace. So their main thing with her was you just need to push it further. They're mm. all getting a little bit bored, aren't yeah. they? Because they, they expect a lot from her. Yeah. And they just, she needs to push it further. Yeah. There's only so many like fierce fashion bitch moments that you can kind of, there needs to be. I think she needs to show a sense. This is me talking as a judge. I need to see her be like funny. Yeah. Which I know it's, you can't do that as easy on a fashion challenge, but yeah, she's going to have to show some goofiness, I think, to be able to skate on by. Mm. Who's next? Teresa. So they uh, were talking about, <laughs> <laughs> they talked about her blue look being very confusing. Um, oh yeah. And then, and then Teresa tried to pitch her backstory for her second look. Gorgeous with the backstory. Eye patch. Do you remember any highlights from I it? I do. She says, <laughs> she says, hold on, here it is. She says that she was, some, there's something about meeting a man. He took her back to his tent in the woods, jizzed in her eye, and she went blind in one eye. And then she was crawling around because she was blind. And then an owl helped her in a top hat. And now it's her companion. <laughs> And I think one of the, I think Graham says, after she explains herself, it makes less sense, but kind of love her more. Yeah, absolutely. And then who was after that? It was Scarlet. I've written down the order. I've written down nothing about Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. Why should they were like, your first look, fine. Second look, you're gorgeous. Amazing. There. Yeah. Vanity. Um, so Graham said that her first look was a bit Ab Fab goes camping, which is a good reference point. Ab Fab, the amazing TV show, absolutely fabulous. Ah best show ever made mm. <laughs> it is it's a bit kind of fashion ridiculousness like eddie from ab fab has bought like a giant coat oh my god the reason i was staring at you like that is because yeah, I, I couldn't remember what vanity wore and then i just thought about that the judge going oh <laughs> then it all came <laughs> flooding back to me yes it was very ab fab and the judges are essentially just saying it's just not good enough yeah then we have ella smeller smell of a day oh are we doing that are we yeah all right that, that <laughs> listeners, that one's not gonna stick. That one's not gonna stick. <laughs> that one's not gonna stick. I just know it now. So uh they were saying essentially her tartan look was outshone by Scarlet. Yeah. It's fair. It's hard to not to not just be bowing down to the beauty that was Scarlet's look. Yeah. I have to say, and they touch on this in the untucking, I do think charity should be one of the tops. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. Ronnie G. Oof, this is tough. Yeah, so they were saying the first look is not great. And the second look, she's quite a tiny creature, particularly, you know, last week from when she was rehearsing in those little hot pants and when she wore that uh, crop top as well. Yeah, she's a rugby crop top. Yeah, she's a tiny creature. 
but her, her silhouette became far too big yeah. in this look. And then at this point, Ronnie talks about her depression, doesn't she? Yeah, this is this is really sad. And Nicola's crying. It was just a it was just a tough moment. Yeah, she's just saying how it kind of representing the darkness coming out of the darkness it was all kind of part of the look wasn't it yeah because last year when she got when there was lockdown and when she had covid she went through really bad bout of Mm. depression so this is her trying to come out of it oh poor ronnie so shall we untuck backstage yeah i didn't make any notes of any drinks this week did they have a drink oh yeah they did it was because i actually because i watched this in a in a bar i went to a viewing party to watch this and i said it to my friend i was like look at that Un, uniced cranberry juice. Oh, is it cranberry this week? Yeah, I feel this like they, it's a cranberry go, blend. They go between the orange juice from concentrate yeah. and then that, that cut price cranberry, don't yeah, they? Yeah, non, non-ocean spray cranberry. Non-ocean spray, yeah. <laughs> Supermarket owned brand. Yeah. Long life cranberry juice. What would be like, uh, instead of ocean spray, it'd be called like, um, sea mist. <laughs> sea like mist. Sea mist cranberry. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's, I, we, I don't, you know, there's a little bit to talk about with Untucked. We can kind of, fly through it you know basically charity's kind of not happy that she's safe and i completely agree with I her i completely agree as well she should have been in the top of that second look in particular yeah and she should actually, have won no completely and actually she they, when the other girls come back in and crystal's kind of talking about her uh you know critiques charity says well do you think it's fair that you were up there considering how much help you got and actually i do think if you'd swapped out crystal and charity it would have been a more of a fair tops hmm let me just think about that so it would have been like yeah, so yeah. it would have been charity ella and scarlett in the top yeah that's that, fair. that feels better to me and then ronnie here is really breaking down and essentially saying that she didn't put enough energy into herself yeah it's really sad i know oh and then vanity vanity's like doing that slightly unfortunate thing of like lashing out a little bit because she's upset and she starts saying that her look was very couture and very you know, original and couture and that some people's looks look like they were off the rack. And then she tries to come for uh, Scarlet's dress saying, well, you know, it just looks off the rack. And it's like, well, that's because it looks like a real dress that would be on a rag. I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, wearing something insane looking doesn't make it couture. It's like, <laughs> I see what you're trying to do, but it's not working. <laughs> so we need to go back to the main stage, don't yes. we? Uh, who is safe? Who is safe? I just wrote down the winner. I can't oh remember who was on the stage. Babes. Okay, well, I'm going to go through my thorough notes that I did. You were rushing me. I was rushing you. All right. <laughs> so should have done it before the morning of the record. Should have. I was doing mine bloody last night. You saw me. Anyway, safe are Ella of a Day, Chrissy V, that's Christopher Sachi, and Chariza. So that means that Scarlet is the winner of the coveted Rue Peter badge. Yay. Yay! Yeah. Uh oh. So who's lip syncing for their lives? Lip syncing is Vanity Milan and our Ronnie G, and they're in the bottom, and they're going to be lip syncing to "I've Got the Music in Me" by Kiki, the Kiki D Band. I mean, it vaguely sounds like a song I might have yeah. might have heard once. Or I mean, I know who Kiki D is because of that horrendous duet that I don't ever want to hear with Elton John. Don't, don't go breaking my heart. Oh, okay. I hate that song. Um. Yeah, and I get it confused at that title. I was like, oh God, it's not, I got the music in me. Don't, Don't let go. That would be, that would be if they had like a straight judge one week. <laughs> yeah, that would be on straight week of RuPaul's yeah. Drag UK. <laughs> Bef- okay. I just want to, want to touch on something. So mm. before they do the lip sync, Ru says, and I think she says this every week. I've consulted with the judges, but it's my decision. Mm-hmm. So 
but shouldn't it be based on the lip sync? Yeah. I think that's what she's saying. It's, it, yeah, it was, it's weird. I think but how does... can you consult with the judges before the lip sync? Yeah. <laughs> I was a bit confused. There was some filming trickery going on. Oh, there was some jiggery pokery going on. So. <laughs> so Ronnie says here, she didn't lip sync once in yeah. season one. This is her first lip sync. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Gotta see what little Ronnie G's got. Um, to your point, the song, uh, when it started, I was looking at Charity in the background. She doesn't know what the song is either. <laughs> she was like struggling to clap and sing along. She's like, I, don't, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, it was no moving on up by M people from last week, was it? Right, what's going on in this lip sync? So this lip sync, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one because I think Vanity was at an advantage from the jump because even though her outfit is hideous, it's a short dress number. So she's already like, Full, you know, free flowing and ready to move. Mm-hmm. Ronnie G is quite literally like, <laughs> stre- like ten poles wraps around. Like she's kind of literally <laughs> harnessed into her outfit, and it's also very like cumbersome and heavy. So she has to kind of go through that whole thing of like ripping her outfit off to be able to get to the like this is the me moment. But unfortunately, because Vanity didn't have that, I felt like she just got to really like perform and be the real kind of star of the lip sync mm-hmm. thoughts yeah. feelings yeah that's fair uh, i did notice that vanity's shoe strap comes undone at one point oh, i didn't even notice that yeah now ronnie's doing a lot of like just flying around and just stripping off of that outfit yeah uh but i've just written both are solid yep ronnie g she she did good i think in a different outfit it would have been a real difficult decision to make i think she was trapped in it <sighs> yeah so Vanity is told, yeah. Shantae, you stay. How do you feel about this? Fine. Okay. Yeah. Do you I, think Ronnie's had her chance? I do. I do think that Ronnie, I'm surprised Ronnie didn't come back stronger. Yeah. But she, she's also done a lot of, I've, I've looked at her social media a lot and she has talked about how she really didn't make any money and do any shows in between filming this. So she didn't, it wasn't like she could come back with like a, oh. a huge kind of glow up. Like she had to repurpose a lot of things that were going to be for the, the last season. Right. Okay. And so I, I think that does factor into it, but it, <gasps> but you know, we're still watching it as a TV show. So it's, you know, Hey, it doesn't cost much though to watch YouTube makeup tutorials though. <laughs> I'm being real. Yeah. That's... She obviously doesn't see, an, see a problem with her makeup. I know. That must be it. I know. So yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie is sashaying away and uh, Ron, <laughs> Ronnie does a real kind of high pitch like, thank you. Yeah. It's like really sad. And Nicola, meanwhile. Bits. She's, she's in bits. She's in bits. <laughs> Nicola's in bits. Did oh, you... I haven't she written here, Ronnie is Devo. Devo. <laughs> she, Ronnie made me laugh at, you know, when they do the little exit interview in the workroom. Yeah. She was, she was like, she's like, I just wasn't really expecting it to go like this. Not in this dress. <laughs> she's like, she's like, this wig and this makeup. She's like, oh, come on. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Wait, we need to do a quick translation. I said, Ronnie is Devo. What's that? Devo's devastated. There you go. She's Devo. <sighs> so that's Soz babe. Soz babe. Don't want to be gels. Yeah. I know you're Devo. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, gorgeous babe. So next week. Next week. Fucking hell. I mean, Get rid of that bloody camping challenge. We're going to form pop groups. <laughs> Fucking hell. And we've got... This is going to be our week next week. I saw steps. Oh my God. Steps on steps. Fucking hell. I saw steps on the steps. So, so, so the Emma Bunton. Emma Fucking Bunton. I have to say, I was, again, I was in there watching a, like a viewing party for this episode of Drag Race and they did the preview and Emma Bunton got a 
audible like full cheer from the audience and i was really happy because it was all american people yeah and i heard someone just scream baby space (laughs) at the top of their lungs and actually also very impressively when they had the flash of steps i'd say it got slightly less of a reaction but still got a reaction Mm. these american gays they were like oh steps 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 i heard someone being like oh that steps 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 um i guess i was gonna say what's the u.s equivalent of steps Oh, we did that before we did. in the podcast. We did. It was very, it was very convoluted. It was the the Swedish pop group Eighteens. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're. I mean, I feel like more Americans know S Club Seven. Yeah, they're a similar world to yes. that, but they have a more of an ABBA inspired sound to them. Yes, yeah, they're very fun. very copyable uh, choreography was their selling point. Exactly, it was real. It was really kind of after the stage of the Macarena and everything. It's like how do we, yeah, make every song. So I'm excited about next week. Yeah pumped i think it's gonna be a really good episode yeah. i can feel it oh my god emma bunton this i'm gonna i know i keep it's like i'm being paid by the bbc to keep talking about how much i love this show but i i'm even this week was kind of kind of meh but i had such a good time watching it this week was a bit meh but i think nicola really made it for me yeah and like i think charity opening up was really gorgeous i just there's just there was still enough in there i thought the mini challenge was fun they're, they're, they've got me good got me good Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap UK. This episode was produced by Bree Weiss. If you've got something to say, get in touch. Drop us an email at dragracerecapuk at afterthought.media. Yes, and please listen to us on our podcast, You're Welcome America. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and all those good places. And follow us on our Instagram. We're at You're Welcome America, which is the letters You Are Welcome America. For bonus Drag Race UK content and more, support the show over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Drag Race Recap UK is an afterthought media podcast.